This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Good evening, Pete Dillon. Hello, Serena Ryan. How are you all? Oh, look, I can only hear out of one ear. That's why I'm feeling marvellous over here. Someone's going to fiddle with my bits to nice. see if we can get ourselves sorted. How are you, dear? Yeah, good. What a magnificent day in Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. She did bring her A-game today. She did, and she'll be bringing it again tomorrow. 34 degrees atop tomorrow. We are, of course, Salt and Pepper here on Joy 94.9. Thank you to the lovely uh, Lana for doing that fantastic news headline. And the great show from Wes that precedes us every week. I love the Tuesday cheek. I enjoy coming in in the car, listening to Wes. Yes, we had an eventful ride today, didn't we? Oh, with the traffic. Now, um... For those that, that are listening in the United States that have, or, or listening here that have friends and family on the east coast of the United States and in Canada, we are thinking of you. You and I both have lived in um, mm-hmm. in the area where uh, things are being hit, so it's um, we do send our... Uh, our best wishes to those that it's flooding and it's it's power outs and there's, there's close to uh, three quarters of a million people without power. Um, it's, uh, it's very serious business over there. I, I just hope they indeed. get through the back end of it and they uh, they come out okay. Look, they've survived worse. They have, The New indeed. Yorkers, so mm. they know how to do... Tough bunch. They know how to do the stuff that's got an apoc- apocalyptic flavour. Mm. So um, Very interesting. There was a film out earlier this year that showed New York being flooded as part of the film. And here it is in the same year, New York being flooded. It's quite Well, all bizarre. the stuff that's on Facebook in terms of images, is I feel a, like I'm watching stills from a film. Well, they, you are watching stills from a film. I actually mm-hmm. sent something around today saying nothing, none of these images that people are sending around from our friend John Becker, actually, in, uh, in the United from States. From The Truth Wins Out. Yes. Um, none of the images that are around really are of... You know, there's one of a great big storm sort of hovering around the Statue of Liberty and um, the Statue of Liberty being flooded as well. None of those things are actually the correct images. They are years old. Hmm. Well, it's it's trying times for our American friends and our Canadian friends also. So uh, we do wish them the very best of luck. And if we get time tonight, we're going to play a song about New York. We will indeed. So, um, but it's, speaking of kicking off, we've we've got a really great show tonight. It's mm. very topical. Yes, very topical. And it's all around uh, the, the sort of the majority of our show tonight is talking about what's going on at the Peel nightclub. Hmm. And recent um, the recent experience of a local comedian, Nathan Volvo. And uh, he's he's going to chat to us tonight live. We're going to chat to Adam Richards as well um, around the opposing views about the Peel's policy of of gays versus straights and mm. what's a and safe women place. Women and men and, and, and that it's, sort of it's thing. It's all around gender. It's it's going to be a really interesting discussion because I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet. Mm. Maybe some of our listeners have, have their own experiences at the Peel. Oh four two seven joy nine four nine. Send an SMS to us. Tell us if you've had an experience at the Peel, good or bad. Um, and, and your opinions on whether it should be, um, whether they should be policing quite strongly the, the male-only situation. We're both, um, I Look, think... Look, I'm, I'm happy to enter into a really robust mm. debate around this. And, and certainly, if you don't want to send us an, e- an, an SMS, by all means, drop us a line at onair at joy.org.au. You can always get on the landline as well. You can call one three hundred joy 949 or a tweet. Yes, you can tweet to salt in pepper. So salt and pepper 
uh, Joy at so at Salt and Pepper Joy on the Twits, and um, tell us tell us what you think. We're interested to hear from you. It's a very polarising issue, and I think it, it speaks is. more broadly to you know that which relates to you know what does integration look like. There's a whole number of things we need to, to unpack tonight in this, but we are going to round the show out with a couple of American items. We mm-hmm. talked last week about a young man in a in a church who was. Um, kind of assaulted and and held hostage and and all mm, sorts of things. So mm. we're going to play that audio as promised this week. We have to do a little bit of a a bit of a Mitt Romney recap. Yes, have a bit of a hit at Mitt. A bit of a hit at Mitt. And uh, and then with any luck, we're going to uh, play some audio of a a Texas teen who's 14 years of age who felt that his right to freedom of speech when he engaged in some homophobic discussion had been violated. So he's become the poster boy for anti-gays in America. Mm, And the the National Organisation for Marriage, which is quite concerning. Um, Again, we'd like to hear from you. Send us an SMS, send us an email, send us a tweet. uh, Ring up and send us a carrier pigeon if you must. This is the gayest station in the nation. Join 94.9. You're listening to Salt and Pepper with Serena and Pete. It must be Tuesday. Ethel Chop here. You're listening to Joy 94.9. Idiot. Oh, thank you, Ethel. Yes, you are listening to Joy 94.9 here on a lovely Tuesday Evening, a good evening to be out having a, a cold beverage somewhere, I should think. Well, maybe Serena, we should right? get a roadie on the way home. Maybe we should. A stubby <laughs> for the Magna. Um, now, Nate Belvo, who is very, probably very well known to most Joy listeners, um, enjoy, he enjoys being the centre of attention, he says. And since he was legally permitted to vote, he's written and performed comedy. He is a very well known Melbourne comedian. He had a bit of a, um, an incident on the peel over the weekend with uh, one of his heterosexual female friends, and he shared that experience with Mamma Mia readers. We decided to take that up, and we've got him on the phone. Mr. Velvo, good evening. Oh, I don't know whether that's... They might that's... have lost him. Well, look, well, why don't we just talk this article through? So, mm. so uh, Nath attended the peel. Yes. And he was, was um, in Congress with his, his, uh, his straight mate. Yes. Who's he refers to as Meryl Streep. I think we've got Nath on the phone now. Nathan, good evening. Uh, don't blame me. This is the Docklands phone reception, not me. Oh, you're in a dead zone. Oh, wish we'd known. Um, thanks for joining we us tonight. We actually thought it was comedy gold, mate. We we wrapped. Gave you a great. We gave you a great uh, introduction, and you went to Just speak to you, and all we us. got was boop boop boop. <laughs> we thought, okay, well, he didn't like the introduction. I missed. I missed my own fanfare. How disappointing. Uh, wouldn't be the first time, love. Hey, listen. Talk us through what happened for you at the Peel on uh, on the weekends, and why you chose to to vent your. Um, your somewhat youthful spleen on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, we rocked up to the pier last Saturday night, uh, as we always come to that decision at some point. And I rocked up, I had a, a gay friend with me and a, a female friend, a good friend of mine. She's straight. And uh, got there, we got told there was two lines. I haven't been to the pier in a long time, so I didn't know that there was now two lines. Uh, there's a line for gays and a line for gays that have girls with them. So we went in that line, and then after a while we got to the door, and the uh, lady at the door explained to Stace, my friend, that it's a gay club, and we kind of laughed, because we obviously knew that, and then she said, Stace, I can't let you in unless you verbally agree to some conditions. And what were those conditions? uh, So the conditions were that Stacey wasn't allowed to behave in a heterosexual manner, that was the exact wording, Uh, and that... That includes uh, kissing anyone, uh, girl or guy, so that didn't really make sense. But she wasn't allowed to kiss anyone. Um, interfere was another word used. She wasn't allowed to interfere with the gay clientele. And um, she had to keep her eye out for straight male predators who come to the peel to prey on girls. And so if she saw a straight male predator, um, she had to report him 
Otherwise, they'd be kicked out. And it was all just so quick. And from, if anyone's read my article, my biggest regret is not telling them to go where to go and then just walk away. But we just, Stace was keen for it. She was just like, was like, um, yeah, cool. Just kind of agreed to it. And then we walked in. But Stace was being a bit of a hero at the time. She actually was quite visibly upset. And it, she was very hurt by it. And then the next day when I was a bit more sober and thought about the situation, it just hit me how horrible that experience was and how kind of disgusting it is that my good friend, who's an amazing friend to me, had to say out loud that she wouldn't promise to be a heterosexual. It's pretty disgusting. Nathan, the appeal has had for some time, and there was a lot of discussion in the community and in the news around VCAT hearings that, that Tom McFeely uh, got involved with so that he could, in fact, set though that agenda for his business that he owns um, yep. in our community. Now, um, it, has, it was very widely publicised, publicised, and there was a lot of discussion around it at the time. Were you not aware that, that that discussion had taken place in the media course, and in uh, the community? Yep, yep, yep. So I was uh, all across that, and my belief... Obviously, my belief was that their main argument was uh, their main purpose is to protect their clientele and to create a safe space for for their clientele, which obviously I completely support. Um, There's a a big difference between uh, uh, creating a space like that and if someone does look a bit sus or they're not really too sure about someone at the door, completely agree with not letting them in. There is a difference between that and getting uh, a female to say out loud that she promises not to act like a heterosexual. Like, it's to verbally say that out loud, like, it's 2012. It's a bit, it's a bit odd. But are you, really su- are you really surprised, given that how many times does a gay person get asked to not act gay? I mean, this, ne- this is, you know, this is actually, this is a common complaint in the gay community. So I really oh, okay. feel for oh. Stacey. I totally get it. But it sounds yep. like the delivery of, of their code of conduct, which is part of their entry, is loosely based on a sense of apartheid around, yep. around gender. Well, yeah, that and I, I can only speak on my experience and on my good friend's experience. I've never, ever been asked to not act like a homosexual to enter a nightclub. I think you're talking to two people that, that have been asked in the workplace mm. not to act Absolutely. gay, let alone at And a, we're at probably a, club. a bit older as well. Yeah, just a touch. <laughs> so, so there's obviously, yeah, and this is what, and this is what, what I can't wrap my head around is the feeling of people that have ever dealt with something like that as a gay person that's ever felt what it's like to hear something like that and how you feel, why on earth would you want to pass it on to someone else? Okay, but then you made the decision after after all of that discussion to actually go in and support the venue and give them your money. Uh, granted, yep. you were over-refreshed and, and probably in need of a cocktail, <laughs> but... Um, yep. Did, did you not? Do you not realise the hypocrisy now of your argument that you went in and and contributed financially to the success of that business yep. that is and owned by Mr. McFeely? Colluded, colluded with, with it with the the door product, the door. Um, yep. Yes, totally, completely, and completely. And so, if you uh, for the people that haven't read my article, you will see that in the article it is the point of the argument. The point of the whole article, the article is that my biggest regret is that I did not leave that I did go in and as almost an apology to Stacey that's why I am lucky enough to be in a position uh, to write for Mamma Mia which has a very big um, following to I am in a position to be able to get this known and so almost an apology as as a regret for not refusing entry I wrote this article that's the whole point of this article. So what's what's the bigger what's the bigger point of the article though beyond the beyond the apology to Stacey, which which reads loud and clear, what yep. is it that you want the peel to do? I want the peel to be the peel is almost the peel is 
it is so well known. There's people that people outside the gay community know what the Peel is. It's like it's a, such a famous establishment in Melbourne. It is in a position to lead by example, and it is in a position to stop segregation. I, I know maybe I live in a bubble, but I don't think I do live in a bubble when I say. It's not impossible to have a club where gay men can go at it on the on the dance floor and have a passion, feel awesome, and feel comfortable. And there can be straight people in the club. Like I'm just my issue. I've always had with our community, and I'm so proud of it. And obviously that goes without saying. And I will fight to the death for all things in our community for our community to be better. But I'm, I'm getting a bit tired of this. If someone's straight, then they're a threat. Nathan, I want to bring up with you something called internalised homophobia. Um, from my experience in our community, um, if you're not of a certain look, age, uh, demographic, uh, social standing, um, uh, socioeconomic standing and so forth and so on, um, we tend to pick on one another. And I would suggest that we are, um, for the most part, our own worst enemies. And the, obviously the reason this has been brought in at the Peel, and I remember the, the discussions as well, there were hens nights um, for days that were were happening at the Peel and, and there were actually members of our community who were feeling like they were being preyed upon like they were, um, they were you know show. animals in a, in, a, in a circus cage so I, I, yep. I, I take Tom's I take Mr McFeely's point on this that um, that this is um, you know that he has he's put this this code of conduct in place to protect his patrons and I, I, I'm not sure whether you quite get that point yeah, no, no, but do, you, do, you, do you get the point that there is a massive difference between a hen's night of women rocking up to a club and uh, a one girl with two gay her two gay best friends and getting her to verbally agree to no heterosexual behaviour. Do you think there's a bit of a difference between those two examples? Oh, I, I, I take the point you're making, but I've also uh, been uh, in a, in a, the, the queue of a club to get into a, a straight bar or club, which is where I, I tend to spend a lot of my time. And quite frequently, yep. um, there is a code of conduct that, that is required. You know, I was... Uh, out so just not so recently a couple of weeks ago I'm 44 years old and I was asked to show identification to go to yeah to go into a venue but the reason I was asked that was because that is the standard procedure for every person going into that venue they would have asked an 80 year old woman for exactly the same thing so I think if you agree to go to the club or you'd like to go to the club then you, you you've got to be willing to abide by its rules and its strictures Sure. Yep, there is definitely that argument. However, I would always say that, again, the Peel is such a, an amazingly known nightclub. Why not take the responsibility of showing the difference that we can have? Mm. That's all. I don't know. I, 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 like, and look, I, I, you completely, like, you're, you're right. It's now completely up to me if I want to go to the Peel now, now after what happened. It's completely up to Stace. If she wants to go, my friend Stace, if she ever wants to go again to agree to them, it is completely up to us. But just because there's a choice doesn't mean it's right. Well, you know, building on that, um, I just I, I wonder where lesbians fall into the peel and and the two lines because I'm I'm female but I'm also gay. So gay. which line yeah. do I jump in, yeah. and what code yeah, of conduct yeah. am I agreeing to? And I actually agree with Pete that there, you know, this idea of having a safe place for gay men to to get it on, and and by the same token for women, I still think there's a place for that in our community. I I was raised in WA where there was one gay pub and one gay club and it was where all the gay bashings happened because unfortunately the the membership and the entry of the patrons wasn't managed in a way that that the peel is managing it so i think you know i, I don't think it's clear here I, I don't think i'd like to think that we're more evolved but we're not i think we've got a yeah. long way to go yeah as i said i will always support safe a safe place i honestly always will but i, I just believe 
the conduct and watch what happened on Saturday night and what happened with my friend Stacey has nothing to do with creating a safe space. I think there's just a bit of difference going on. Nate, just to, just to finish, I think that we've been asking for um, some time to, to be assimilated, to be integrated, to be accepted, to be tolerated, to be all of those things by the broader community. And so in doing so, we probably need at times to be careful what we wish for because, in fact, we have become so um, so accepted that we don't need as many venues in which to congregate and celebrate our pride in our sexuality because it doesn't need to be celebrated as much anymore i think in, yep. th- that that's one argument that can be taken no i get i was really offended today on um doing this stupid thing of reading the comments which is a really stupid thing to do when you write an online blog and i wrote i was reading a lot of the the comments on the mamma mia piece today and i was really offended at some of the comments i know they didn't mean to harm but they were writing things like you know i would do anything for a gay best friend i'd need someone to go shopping with me no, it brings out all the hags and you know it's just revolting yeah and i'm just like oh man i was just like i just laughed and i'm just like wow they really think that like there's I'm sure I, I didn't reply. I wanted to reply while my friend. Oh, my best I, I just, fuel on a fire, mate. You know, there's there's not enough <laughs> there's not enough time in the world to go through all the comments and. Of course. So, but basically, the point I was trying to make was that there's a lot of people that have commented on this saying they completely agree with my point of view. There is a lot of people that have commented that completely agree with a lot of the points that you guys have risen. The best thing is that the conversation is being had. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, look, and we would certainly in, um, encourage your mate Stacey to find her voice in the public domain mm, and, and you know, rather yep. than you talking on her behalf, which is really yep. what friends do. She also needs to find her own voice. Um, look, we've yep. been chatting tonight to the fantastic Nathan Valvo, who's just uh, penned a, uh, an article up on mamamia.com. Get online, have a look at it. Um, look at the, we're going to talk to another person tonight as well, Adam, who's who's rebutted it. So we've yep. got a really balanced debate tonight. Look, yeah, Nathan. Yeah, no, Adam's a good friend of mine, but mate, Make sure just what will really annoy him is at the end of the interview, tell him that you just think I'm funnier. Just do that for me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, mate. Look, thank you for joining us tonight. We've been chatting to Nathan Valvo. We're Hello, this is Alison Moyer. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You are listening to Joy 94.9 and you're specifically listening to Salt and Pepper. It's coming up to half past seven on this balmy Tuesday evening in Melbourne. Interesting discussion about the peel, and we're going to continue it very shortly with Adam Richard. But look, we really are. We've just had a, a message from Jane in Perth who is, is actually talking about what I mentioned mm. to Nathan. Um, and Jane's saying, we have a converse type of situation in Perth where our primary club is visited mostly by heteros, gay folk being a minority and no support of the gay individuals despite flying the pride flag. She was there the other night and she witnessed a straight couple pro- practi- practically having sex on the dance floor. This is my point. Mm. There is still a need... There is still a need for venues that are just... For the gays and the lesbians to go and get it Peel just needs to work on the delivery. We'd like to hear more from you. 0427JOY949. You can send us an SMS. You can email on air at joy.org.au. You can... Send us a tweet. Mm. Salt N Pepper Joy. That's all one word. We'll pick up the dog and bone. 1300JOY949. Hi, this is François Sagat. Et vous écoutez Joy sur 94.9. I have no idea what that meant, but I assume it was a bit of a shout-out for the station. Yes, it was Francois Sagat saying you're listening to Joy 94.9. Yes, I, I kind of gleaned <laughs> that. Um, we do have the lovely Adam Richard on the phone. He's an Australian comedian, actor and media personality. He stars in the ABC One comedy series Outland, which hit the airwaves in February this year. He's been a stand-up comedian for quite some time, um, and he's a regular gossip segment um 
presenter on Triple J Radio in the early noughties where he was known as Mr. Bitch. I'm sure he's not known as that now. Mr. Um, Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous. Um, he does produce a weekly comedy and lifely, uh, lifestyle Poofcast, which I actually listen to. It's hilarious. So um, Adam responded to Nate Valvo's comments today and join us, joins us on the phone to give us his view of the situation. Good evening, sir. Hello. How's it going? Oh, good, mate. We're all the better for having the fabulous Adam Richard talking to us. <laughs> mate, you, you've taken a, a quite a different tack to Nate Valvo and, and said, well, hang on, this is this is this guy's business. Talk, Give us your opinion of, of Nate's comments and, and why you took the effort to sit and pen something yourself. Well, I look, we, our podcast in a desperate attempt to um, come up with content that we could stretch over eight weeks, <laughs> uh, we, we went out on a pub crawl, which I do not condone or... or uh, we do. Uh, or <laughs> indoors because it, we all felt terrible afterwards and it will destroy your liver. Um, but yeah, we went to every gay bar in Melbourne that we found in you know, the street press from that week. We went, right, let's go to the list, what's open on Saturday. And it was embarrassing. Like, the, the, there were three or four places that had maybe six or seven people in them at best. And other than the Greyhound and the Peel, there was really nowhere else to go in this entire city of, what is it, three and a half, maybe four million people, that there are no gay spaces left anymore. And I wonder whether that's because you know, is the Peel still thriving because of these door practices where they say, you know, you can't bring in too many girls, we don't want straight men coming here, trying to crack onto the girls who are coming here thinking there won't be any straight men here. Um, yeah, like if if that's the only place in town that's thriving other than the Greyhound, is it, are, are those door practices actually a benefit to our community? Because it's the only place we can go. Well, I, I tend to agree with you. I think that there is, um, if what was said at the door is actually how it played through, I think mm. there's an issue there relating to um, the delivery and the PR of, of the Peel's code of conduct and entry requirement. Um, I think, you know, there might have been a softening in the delivery there that could have been, you know, it made it a bit more palatable. I'm a gay woman in my 40s and mm. I don't know of many gay clubs for women for gay women that we can go and have a snog and a passion and and have a boogie um and no and there's like there's like but i don't think they've got a dance well it isn't it's it's just you know it's just a bit of discreet drinking and you know <laughs> groping in the, in the corner which you know clearly has its place but I, i'm um, set up by darren plate is that a lesbian or a twink game for hours oh well that's just that's just the game that just keeps on delivering but my, my point is is that you know i, I tend to think that we do still need our straight. We do need, do still need our safe places. You've got you know all sorts of discrete clubs across the country. You've got the Freemasons. You've got all manner of clubs that have specific membership requirements. It's unfortunate that Stacey felt a little bit offended. Um, yeah. But you know what? That's just that's just how it is. Yeah, and you know if you're going to hang out with Nate Velvo, eventually he's going to want to go somewhere where he wants to make out with someone in the toilet. So <laughs> you're going to put up with that at some point. Yes, we, we don't <laughs> want it is to... the duty of the hag, let's yes. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, she, I, I know she's only there to hold his bag while he's gone. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Adam... <laughs> Another point you make is that um, the Peel is a business, and and like any business, they have the right. Um, and he's been back and forth through VCAT and all sorts of things. He yeah. has the right to, in fact, determine what that policy is and well, how people will behave in his venue. 
Yeah, and you can determine a policy of no, you know, no thongs and no open-toed shoes and... And no crops. You know, yeah, and no, no all sorts of stuff, you know, no mm. nudity. That's, that's probably a condition of entry as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, the nudity thing is that you, you are, in fact, required to take your clothes off. Oh, but um, oh, That's another pub up the road. <laughs> <laughs> different venue. Look, I think, for me, the issue here is about gender as well. It's not just around um, the, the woman on the door, perhaps, you know, laying down the gauntlet in a way that was a bit abrasive. Um, is it more about gender? Because where do I fit in those two lines that Nath talks about? Because I'm not a gay man and I'm, and I'm not a straight chick, so... And not a fag hag. And I'm not a fag hag, so, no. so where do I go? Well, I mean, you know, reading, reading Tom McFeely's policy on the your website, he mm. basically says it's a space for gay men and anyone else has to go in the other queue. So if you're there with your guide dog or your nana or <laughs> your lesbians, you have to go in that other queue. Yeah, oh, it's apartheid. No, it's apartheid. It is, it is a, but you know, we're, like, we're, this is a you know, VCAT is used to, to try and set up spaces where you can discriminate in a positive way, and I think this is in a positive way. Just the way that there are times when certain swimming pools around Melbourne are closed to men because it's a, a Muslim women's swimming space, and I think that's And I absolutely important. agree yeah, with yeah, that, you and make I a think good point. you're absolutely on the money there. A similar, a similar situation, Adam, is, is for millennia, um, and it feels like it's been millennia. The Laird has had a similar policy that they do not allow women into the venue. Yeah. Um, they do not allow drag queens into the venue. I don't, don't think. They don't, don't even let you just sing show, sing show shanks out the back. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, early at all. <laughs> it's, it's not like the Peel is, is the first space to do this, and it's not like it's going to be the last. So I, I guess the bigger question for me is, is this more about... Um, is this more about Nath Velvo? Is this about um, a, a bigger issue of uh, gender, of um, almost reverse discrimination, if you will, or discrimination Look, I, against straight people? I mean, what, what's what's or the? Or is it a PR issue? Yeah. Look, I think the the biggest problem is that we are railing at the dying of the light, basically. Nath is of a generation that you know, no one has a problem with. You know, if, all, all of his mates, if he was going to make out with a guy at a club. Uh, at a, you know, a, say, a straight club. For <laughs> They'd film it. Um, no one would care. Like, uh, people of his age, it wouldn't be a big deal. But people of my age, we are still... We're, the la- I think, the last generation of the gay clubbers. Like, there, there will be no gay clubs in 15, 20 years. I also think because be no we... For them. You know, we're, we're the last of a, a generation that that didn't know... The, the gay clubs even existed when we were 19 and 20. I think it, it is that, Pete, but I also think it's about, for our generation, these venues were our safe place. They were. They were yeah. our safe place in coming to terms with our sexuality and exploring it in a free way that heterosexual people have been able to do since the dawn of time. So l- let's not minimise the history that these clubs mm. offer our generation. And it's great that Nathan's an empowered young homosexual about town. But you know what? Not everybody's like him. There are still no, people that want the safe place. Mm. I, you know, and the Peel's offering is, a service. I think I think it is, it, we are actually, you know, the reason all those other clubs have closed is because, you know, young people are finding different ways to meet each other, whether it's via social media, whether Grindr it's via, or scruff. Yeah, whether it all, you know, they're, they're going out and having coffee with each other, mm. or they're, they're, they're meeting each other at 
you know. It's also terribly and, polite and, and, and sober. <laughs> it just disturbs me deeply. <laughs> you know, but they're going to straight bars and meeting each other mm. or, you know, just generic bars and meeting each other. They're not going to a specifically gay space. Well, like, um, I, guess, I guess it's something we're going to watch unfold um, in, in yeah. the future. Adam, always grateful for your insight. And uh, one last thing that we were asked to do, Nath said to tell you he's funnier than you. Yeah, that was my thought exactly. <laughs> we did chuckle heartily. I'm not sure if he realised that it was at his expense. <laughs> Mate, good to talk to you as always. Thank you for your insights. Thank you. The fabulous Adam Richard. And I think he makes some really valid points. You know, he is just a very smart cookie. He, he gets is. it. Um, we might... Um, well, we'd better have some messages because that's what's so. keeping us on air. Indeed. Mm. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Right. Let's have a kiki. You're having a kiki with Serena and Pete here on Joy 94.9. I want to have a kiki. Hi, this is Fiona O'Loughlin and you're tuned in to Australia's first and only gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Oh, it she's is. Animated. Oh, look, she's terribly chirpy. It's a quarter to eight. It Pete. is a quarter to eight now. Um, so that that last uh, the, the live read that you just did the um, the message about it was terribly confusing. It was all in the young person's language. I know. And who are those young people they're speaking about? I think where's the mummers and the papas? Down tempo and, uh, and dub. What the hell is, is that? that? I'm sure we'll find that. Do oh, <laughs> do support that podcast? Of course, you can download ours as well. Well, you know they're not exactly up to date, but we're working on we're it. Getting there. Um, we would like to hear from you. Please send yes. us a message on oh four two seven joy nine four nine. Get on the dog and bone one three hundred joy nine four nine. We'd love an email at onair at joy.org.au. And what about a tweet? Oh, I think it's a tweet to salt in pepper joy um, because you know, we, we do want to hear from you. But we move now to our next segment, a segment we like to call in the news. Yes. Um, now, so somebody just uh, sent us a message, Serena. It's popped up in our. Oh, front it of says our just caught Adam's interview. What was Nath Valvo's I- Nath Valvo's issue? Oh, love. There's just not enough time in the no, world. Not. Download but the podcast when it goes up. It was to do with the peel and, and Nath being a bit upset that his friend couldn't get in because she's a straight girl. Uh, do follow it up. You can. I think it was MamaMia.com had the, all of the action today. Um, in the news, uh, we want to start with North Carolina. We did bring this slightly to your attention last week. Um, that there was a young fellow in North Carolina who, well... He's a 22-year-old young mm. man named Michael Lowry. Okay? Yes. He states that he was physically and emotionally abused by the leaders of the World of Faith Fellowship Church whilst kept in confinement for four months. Good Lord. I know. He said, they hit my head with their fists and I was out on the floor, held my hands and feet down and were pushing on my chest. He said that the abuse was an, eff- an effort to expel the demon. And they told him that he couldn't stay on the grounds unless he wanted God. Ooh, let's, let's have a listen let's, to Let's the, hear what the he has package, to say and then yes. we'll wrap it. Michael Lowry claims what he went through is a common practice, but he decided to take it a step further. The pastor said to find out what my darkest secret was. And I was like, I'm never telling. And Michael Lowry says that secret word of faith learned is that he's gay. He claims August 2011 he got out of the shower of what's called the fourth building, a dorm-like facility for men on church grounds. He was assaulted as he was read scripture because of his sexuality. They hit my head with fist and I was out on the floor, held my hands and feet down and pushing on my chest. I could barely breathe. He says he was then told to leave. Because you're not welcome here. You, you, you can't stay on the grounds unless you want God. 
He filed a report with law enforcement, but soon left for Michigan. Now Lowry is back to pursue his case against the men he says physically abused him. Jerry Cooper is a former member of the church and came back with Lowry. So I've witnessed it. Um, I've witnessed the paddlings. I've wit witnessed the, the people held down. Um, I've witnessed the loud screaming, and I've witnessed all of it. So I knew Michael's story was very credible. Word of Faith was featured several years ago by the national television program Inside Edition when a woman made allegations of spankings into submission and what's called blasting or verbal abuse used on children. It is definitely a cult. There's no doubt in my mind. Both men say church members followed them when they learned they were back in town. And they were pretty ruthless. There was no hiding what they were doing. The Word of Faith members have been charged with stalking. I literally lived in fear every day I was here till I left. And tonight, the church issued this statement concerning the allegations of Michael Roy Lowry. There is no truth in them. Knowing Michael very well, we believe he has been greatly influenced and persuaded to make these false allegations. The allegations made by Jerry Butcher Cooper are completely false. He has made threats to destroy our church and the pastor. In February of 2009, Jerry Butcher Cooper was convicted of second-degree trespass for disrupting our church service and refusing to leave. He was ordered by a district court judge at that time to not be found on or about the premises of Word of Faith Fellowship. He continues to contact us repeatedly through unwanted emails, harassing phone calls, text messages, and by driving about our church property, even though he lives in another state. Joy 94.9. A very disturbing very situation. <laughs> now, just... there's, a, there's a couple of things that disturb me about that. Um, not mostly the young man who's made the allegations, but um, the, the, the church itself has said that there's no question um, that you know this this guy's stalking them and driving from interstate and all of that and I think uh, that sounds like he'd be a little mad and a bit possessed. That's the not the guy that was making this story, Michael Larry, but um, Jerry Cooper, who had also said that he'd witnessed all of this. It, it's I'm quite disturbed by this whole thing. And yet I'm, you know, fantastically unsurprised. I mean, we hear about this all the time. Mm. It's all part of that broader gay conversion stuff that we've been following, forever. you know, forever. So. Mm. I don't know. Look, we've, we've had a message come in from Kyle. He's one of our listeners, and he's he's got a comment to make about the Peel. Mm, yeah, good on you, Kyle. He says that he totally understands this situation. He thinks the reasons why this is such an issue is because uh, the Peel has always been there for everyone's trashy night and fags to take their hags out, and that this is just a reinforcement of a policy that the Peel has in place, and it disturbs people's memories and plans. So he says, good luck to the other clubs about town who open their doors to the general public, but for now, let the peel be for boys and let them realise how much they miss their old crowd. I agree with parts of that. Yeah, let the peel do what they're doing. Interesting, Kyle. And I, we, we have such horrible names for ourselves and our, our I friends. I don't like fag and I don't really like hag. No. And, and I fag guess I can I'm deal neither. with, but I, don't, I wouldn't call her a hag. I'd call her a fag bangle because, you know, she's sparkling, looks glass on my wrist. Or maybe <laughs> she's just a very good friend. Yes, yeah, she is, exactly. Um, anyway. Let's... Next week is, is a big day, uh, next Wednesday in the United States, because um, a couple of fellows going head-to-head in the US election, one of which is Mitt Romney. Now, this, Mitt's been very inconsistent with his messaging over the years around equality for uh, same-sex attracted people, and um, he's saying that one of the things he will do if elected is to end hospital visitation rights for, for gay couples. He's not going to end them. He's going to. He's not going to let people assume that it's a right. He's going to call it a privilege. I just don't know where he gets. I don't know where this man's heads at. Playing God, you know, it's just. It's insane. He's he's um. 
Back in, in 1994, I think it was, when Mitt was running for a seat in the Senate, um, in the US Senate, uh, he stated his support for, for equality for, for same-sex attracted people, for gay men and lesbians. Certainly did. Then in 2002, when he was in a gubernatorial race for the state of Massachusetts, he again engaged with um, lesbian and gay groups, uh, said that they had his support, that he was all about equality. And yet for most of this election, he's actually stated that um, he will appoint an attorney general who will... Um, steadfastly defend the Defence of Marriage Act, which states marriage is between one man and one woman. It's all a bit disturbing. I think even more disturbing is that there is a 14-year-old kid um, who got, him, got himself suspended from school last year for his anti-gay views, but has now become an unofficial spokesperson for the National Organisation for Marriage. It's really, really scary. This boy is called Dakota Airy. He's 14 years old. Have a listen to this. Seventh grade. I just walked into class trying to get through the day and I saw a picture on the wall that showed two men kissing. And I asked him what it was and he said it was out of a magazine that this is one of the things going on in the world. And I said, and then I said to him that it's not appropriate for to be in school. Dakota came to me one day and he said, Mom, you're not going to believe this. Teacher in the classroom put a picture up today of two men kissing. And I was kind of taken back and I said, Why would he put a picture like that in your classroom? That graphic, I didn't think he would put up something like that. Like maybe something like two guys holding hands or something. But it was, they were full-blown making out. I don't believe that that kind of picture should be okay to put up in any classroom. But, you know, it would be just like if you put a Cosmopolitan magazine up on the wall. You don't want to put a picture of a men, and, men and women kissing either. It's just, especially in a high school classroom. It was about a week later. I walked into class and... We started talking about different religions. A boy in the back had started asking about the religious views on homosexuality in Germany. And I said to my friend, I turned around and said to my friend that I'm a Christian and I think that being homosexual is wrong. I didn't want him to hear me. I was just talking to my friend. But he had heard me and started yelling and said, that's wrong. You shouldn't have said that. You could have offended many people. He took me outside and he said, I'm going to write you up and send you to the office with an infraction for saying that because you're not allowed to say that in school. So I told him myself, I said, I'll take it. You don't have to write me a pass. I'll take it myself and I'll tell the principal exactly what happened. I had to spend four hours in in-school suspension just sitting there doing nothing. No curriculum, nothing. I spent, I wasted four hours that I could have been learning in school. My freedom of speech was violated. That's why we got the lawyer because it's just wrong that I get suspended for one of my amendments. Joy 94.9. Firstly, let me ask if there's any teenager out there that wouldn't mind having four, four hours, hours off. off school. I mean, you know, firstly, get a grip, princess. Um, I think his comments, you know, if he didn't want him to hear it, why, why did, did he, he say, say it? So loud, or why didn't he take it outside the classroom? Very disturbing. And these are the sort of kids... This that, is the next that, generation, ...that people? are growing up if, if the Republicans are elected... Um, this is what kids are going to grow up with. And, and there's, you know, we've got some information, something from Mitt Romney. I just oh, want to flick back to Mitt. Look, you know, he... Um, look, let's just play it. Mm. <laughs> let's play it. Today, same-sex couples are marrying under the law in Massachusetts. Some are actually having children born to them. We've been asked to change their birth certificates to remove the phrase mother and father and replace it with parent A and parent B. It's not right on paper. It's not right in fact. Every child has the right to have a mother and a father. 
Joy 94.9. Oh. That's what will happen if uh, Mitt Romney is elected to the President of the so United if, States. So if you're a gay person in America, he will block your ability to have your... Your, your name on your child's birth certificate. Yep. If your partner gets sick, don't assume you mm. have the right to visit them. They, they control in every heterosexual redneck family member that hates your guts before you get to go in. Mm. Um, and he will oppose your right to get married. Yes, indeed. So um, let's let's hope when we talk next Tuesday or next Wednesday that, that we're talking about uh, the successful uh, re-election of Barack Obama. We better wrap this baby up, Serena Ryan. It's so. three minutes to eight. We've got some messages. I know. <laughs> You're listening to Serena and Pete on Salt and Pepper on Joy 94.9. Hey, this is Jane Lynch, and you're listening to Australia's gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Certainly are. You are indeed, and we have to go home because the Spirit Lounge is coming on. They certainly Quite are. Quite looking forward to that. Indeed. So we need to thank Matt, our panellist, who, who makes magic every week. We need to thank the lovely Matt on the front desk as well. We need to thank you, Serena Ryan. Um, I, I guess we'll thank you also. Oh, that'd be marvellous. Indeed. We're, we're going to travel home together and maybe get a roadie. What do you reckon? Yes, we will. And we'll be back next week for a bit of a... Well, it's Melbourne Cup night, so goodness knows what condition either of us are. We, of we may not be driving, but we'll certainly see you then. Have a lovely uh, have a lovely night and enjoy the Spirit Lounge coming to you right now here on The Gay Station in the Nation, Joy 94.9. Good And we know the night is always going to be here anyway. Joycast from Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.